0: friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Today we're going to be looking at and getting some wisdom, some encouragement from the Psalms, and also from the epistle of First John. We finished Peter the last time, and uh, so now we're going to work our way through the epistles of John. And so we're going to look at First John 1 and 2, and we're going to be looking at Psalm 108 and 109. Now, There's a theme I want you to think about today, and that is the lying tongue. Okay? And bearing false witness. You know, the Proverbs say that if you go to Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 9, it says this, These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, Hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord amongst the brethren. Notice that two of those seven things are lying a lying tongue, a false witness that speaketh lies god really hates lying and liars let's look at revelation chapter 21 verse 8 here's what it says but the cowardly the unbelieving abominable murderers sexually immoral sorcerers idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. God takes lying very seriously. He takes truth very seriously. Let's take a look at our reading for today. We're going to read Psalm 108, which is really short. And then Psalm 109 has to do with, you guessed it, a lying tongue. So let's look at Psalm 108 real quick, and then we'll get into Psalm 109, and then we'll start our study in the Epistle of John. King James Bible, Song of David. Oh God. My heart is fixed, I will sing and give praise even with my glory. Awake psaltery and harp, I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people, I will sing praises unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is great above the heavens, and thy truth reaches into the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens and thy glory above all the earth. That thy beloved may be delivered, save with thy right hand, and answer me. God hath spoken in his holiness, I will rejoice, I will divide Shechem and meat out of the valley of Sukkot. Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim also is the strength of my head, Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot. Over Edom I will cast out my shoe. Over Philistia, I will triumph. I will bring me into the strong, or who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me into Edom? Will not thou, O God, who hast cast us off? And will not thou, O God, go forth with our host? Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. I really like verse 12 there. That prayer, give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. We don't want help of man, right? That's worthless. It's vain. Verse 13, though through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Now, Psalm 109. Hold not thy peace, O God of my praise. For the mouth of the wicked and the mouth of the deceitful are open against me. They have spoken against me with a lying tongue. They can pass me about also with words of hatred and fought against me without a cause. For my love they are adversaries, but I give myself unto prayer. And they have rewarded me evil for good and hatred for my love. Set thou a wicked man over him, and let Satan stand by his right hand. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned, and let his prayer become sin. Let his days be few, and let another take his office. Let his children be fatherless, and his wife a widow. Let his children be continually vagabonds, and beg. And let them seek their bread also out of their desolate places. Let the extortioner catch all that he hath, and let the stranger spoil his labor. Let there be none that extend mercy unto him, neither let there be any to favor his fatherless children. Let his posterity be cut off, and in a generation following, let their name be blotted out. Let the iniquity of his fathers be remembered with the Lord, and let not the sin of his mother be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off the memory of them from the earth, because that he remembered not to show mercy, but persecuted the poor and the needy man, that he might even slay the broken in heart. As he loved cursing, so let it come unto him as he delighted, not in blessing, so let it be far from him. As he clothed himself with cursing, like as with his garment. So let it come into his bowels like water, and like oil into his bones. Let it be unto him as a garment which covereth him, for a girdle wherewith he is girded continually. Let this be the reward of mine adversaries from the Lord, and of them that speak evil against my soul. But do thou for me, O God, the Lord, for thy name's sake, because thy mercy is good, Deliver thou me. For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. I am gone like a shadow when it declineth. I am tossed up and down as the locust. My knees are weak through fasting, and my flesh faileth for fatness. I become also a reproach unto them. When they look upon me, they shake their heads. Help me, O Lord my God, and save me according to thy mercy that they may know that this is thy hand, that the Lord has done it. Let them curse, but bless thou when they arise, and let them be ashamed, but let thy servant rejoice. Let my adversaries be clothed with shame, and let them cover themselves with their own confusion as with a mantle. I will greatly praise the Lord with my mouth, yea, I will praise him among the multitude." For he shall stand at the right hand of the poor to save him from those that condemn his soul. Alright, and that's the end of our study in Psalms for today. Let's switch gears. We're going to start the epistles of John. And we're going to be reading 1 John today, chapter 1 and chapter 2. Let's begin. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon with our hands, have handled of the word of life. For the life that was manifested, we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. That which ye have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly, our fellowship is with the Father, and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write unto you, that your joy may be full. This, then, is the message which we have heard of Him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. And if we say that we have fellowship with Him, and walk in darkness, we lie, and do not do the truth. I want to just stop for just a second. Verse 6. You know how I always say your actions matter, right? They demonstrate what you truly believe. You cannot say that you are a disciple of Christ. That you know Him. That you have a relationship with Him and have a relationship with the Father. But continuously walk in darkness. What does it say? that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. And if we say we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie and we do not the truth. Verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us, all, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, We deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Again, we're talking about the truth versus lying. You can't continuously walk in darkness and say, yeah, I'm a follower, right? But at the same time, you can't say, I don't have any sin. If you say, I have no sin, you deceive yourself, and the truth is not in you. Verse 9, if we confess our sin, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Chapter 2 My little children, these things I write unto you, that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the perpetuation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that saith I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whosoever keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. He that saith he abideth in him ought himself also to walk even as he walked. Look, if you're going to say, this is Sean speaking, by the way, not the scriptures. If you're going to say, I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Jesus, then your walk should look like his walk. You can't say that I am a follower, but I act just like the world. You're a liar. That's what John's getting at. The truth is in the proof is in the proof and the truth is in the way you walk. If you walk in the light, if you obey what Jesus said to do, and you confess his name then yeah, you are a Christian. But if you walk just like the rest of the world, you walk in darkness, you lie. You don't obey him, then don't say you're a follower. You're deceiving yourself, is what John is saying. Verse 7, Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment, which you have heard from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard from the beginning. And again, a new commandment I write unto you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past, and the true light now shineth. He that saith he is in the light, and hateth his brother, is in darkness even until now. He that loveth his brother abideth in the light, and there is no occasion of stumbling in him. But he that hateth his brother is in darkness, and walketh in darkness, and knoweth not whither he goeth, because the darkness hath blinded his eyes." I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven, for for His name's sake. I write unto you, fathers, because ye have known Him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the Father. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known Him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. Love not the world. Neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passes away, and the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Little children, It is the last time, and ye have heard that the Antichrist shall come? Even now there are many Antichrists, whereby we know that this is the last time. They went out from us, but they were not of us. If they had been of us, they would have no doubt have continued with us. But they went out, that they might be manifest, that they were not all of us. But you have an unction from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written unto you because you know not the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar? But he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ, he is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. I want you to listen to that very carefully. Nobody gets a pass on this. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish, it doesn't matter what your bloodline is, what your background is, it's plain and simple. Who is a liar but he that denieth Jesus is the Christ? He is anti-Christ that denieth the Father and the Son. If you deny Jesus, anybody that does deny Jesus, they are liars. They don't know the Father. Listen, verse 23 Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledges the Son hath the Father also. You can't have one without the other. Messiah came, fulfilling the prophecy, he died on the cross and was risen from the dead. And you either believe in Jesus, or you don't know the Father either. You can't have it both ways. And if you say you know the Father, but you deny Jesus Christ, you're a liar, John says. The truth is not in you. Verse 24. Let that therefore abide in you, which ye have heard from the beginning. If that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall also continue in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that we have promised us, that he has promised us, even eternal life. These things I have written unto you concerning them that seduce you. But the anointing which you have received from him that abideth in you, you shall need not that any man teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie. And even as he hath taught you, you shall abide in him. And now, little children, abide in him, that when he shall appear, we, have, we may have confidence, not being ashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. Over and over and over, that's the end of our study for today. Over and over and over, John says, what all the apostles say, actions matter. Don't deceive yourself and think you're righteous and then not do righteous. Those who do righteousness are righteous, right? What does he say at the end? If you know that he is righteous, talking about Messiah, you know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. And I like verse 28. Now, children, abide in him. Why? That when he shall appear... We may have confidence and not be ashamed before him at his coming. Maybe today is the day to make an effort to abide in Christ in every moment of the day, in every thought, in every action, in everything that we do. We need to maybe get on our knees and repent of our sins and actually walk the walk. Not just talk about it. Not just fill our minds with knowledge and understanding, but then go out and not do it. What does Paul say? That's like looking into a mirror, seeing your face, and then straight away you forget what you look like. Do what, the, what God has commanded you to do. Do what Christ has commanded you to do. Abide in him. Repent of sin. Walk in righteousness and in truth. I pray you've been blessed this morning. I hope that uh, this helps you start your week off on the right foot. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.